Welcome to episode 28 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Kyle. He is a Superfast CPA customer. He's three-fourths of the way done with his CPA exams. He just has reg left. And this episode will be a really good overview or talking about the theory behind the planting the seeds method. If you're not familiar with what we mean by that, the planting the seeds method, that's the first half of our study strategy. So when you have these two-hour study sessions, when you sit down with your review course each day, the planting the seeds should be make up essentially the first half of each study session. For a really detailed overview of how that is supposed to work, you should attend one of our free one-hour training sessions where we go through our study process from start to finish. That's for you to see how you can study more effectively, more efficiently. The idea is you have these two-hour study sessions, the perfect two-hour study session. When you do the study session in this way, you can get more done, cover more material more effectively than someone studying four or five hours a day the normal way. So you will hear Kyle and I discuss that, talk about the planting the seeds method, and then obviously like the other interviews, we go over basically all parts of the study process. The benefit to these interviews is you get to hear each person basically describe their own way of how they you know, interpret these study strategies, how they implement them, and each person does things a little bit differently, but overall, you start to see this big picture of all of these successful CPA candidates, they all did this, they all did this, they all did this, even though they might do each of those things a little bit differently. So that is the benefit of these interviews. These also really help with motivation, feeling like you're part of a community of people that are trying to study the same way, working on things the same way that you are. Those are some of the things we're hearing from the emails and the comments we get about these podcast episodes. So the best way to register for one of these free training sessions is to go to our website at superfastcpa.com. The button to see the upcoming times and register for a session is right on the homepage, the first thing that you'll see. You can also just text the word pass now. So pass now is one word. Text that to 44222 and we'll send you back a link to register. So all that being said, let's get into this interview with Kyle. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's start at the beginning. So do you have any relatives that are CPAs or what got you into accounting? Yeah. So both of my parents actually majored in accounting. Um, Neither of them are CPAs, but I think they both got their CMA. And then my older brother majored in accounting and he's a CPA. So I guess as I was going through college, I was, I knew I wanted to do business, but I wasn't sure exactly. Mm -hmm. And then seeing my brother go through accounting and the CPA and public accounting, um, I, I felt, I feel like that was something I wanted to do. So, uh, yeah, went down that road. And what's, uh, what's he doing now? Like, is he still in public or what's his career been like? Yep. So he's still in public. He's two years older than me. Um, oh, okay. he, not much. Yeah. But he graduated a year early. So I think he's been, he's been working for about three years now. Um, and he, he's kind of switched to the data analytics side mm-hmm. of accounting and not as much auditing. Uh, he does do auditing for busy season, but other than that, he's basically assigned to specific clients and 
you know, whenever, whenever they need help with concerning data analytics, how could they automate this process or whatever it is, he basically helps them out. So he's, he's loving it, what he's doing now. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. There is uh, once you get a few years in, you can just kind of go in so many different directions. Yeah. Do you know what you're, are you headed into like auditor tax? Audit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's what I started in. Yeah. I did. I did like it. I mean, after a few years at the firm, I was not liking it so much, but I did yeah. like the working in teams yeah. and just going out as a team and you sit in the same room. And when you have a few people you like on, on the audit team, it was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. So when you started studying, how did that start? Did you just get a review course and start going through it? Yeah. So it started with... Uh, yeah, getting the review course, my firm paid for it. And my brother gave me the advice to start with BEC since that was notably the easiest one out of the four. So I started with that, started studying in between semesters of my Mac program. So I knew I could study full time during uh, winter Christmas break. So started with BEC, you know, went through, went through the material, would go through the lectures, do the multiple choice. I did a few of the Sims, but I had been told that you don't need to focus on that as much. So really kind of focus on the multiple choice, but about halfway through, I think it was about halfway through when I got to the cost accounting section, I was like, how in the world am I going to memorize all this stuff? Like (laughs) how do people, how do people pass these tests? And I was watching a YouTube video. It was this guy explaining cost accounting. And in the begin in the beginning of the video, it was one of your ads, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, this is a sign. So I watched it, and I was like, okay, this this seems like something maybe I should do. And then I listened to your like uh, the hour trading thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I was listening to that. I was like, okay, that that sounds like a better way to study. Got it for B. Got the full package for BEC. And, um, I mean, right away started implementing, you know, the cumulative quizzes every morning, started feeling better about that, was doing the mini quizzes whenever, you know, whatever I'm doing, watching sports or whatever on the couch, just do a mini quiz. Like, yeah, so easy to get information in your, in your head. And then with the audio notes too, uh, I have a dog. So every day I'm going on 30, 40 minute walks and listening to the audio notes. So super, super, super helpful. Nice, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's good to hear. I'm glad, I'm glad it was helpful. And so then you, did you use them for the, uh, your other two sections at this point? Yes. So past BEC got an 80 and then didn't start studying for audit, which is my, my next one until after spring break, uh, mid-March, I guess, right when the whole corona thing hit. Yeah. It actually worked in my favor because all classes went online and then I was able to pretty much study full-time. Yeah. Um, You know, doing a couple assignments for school here and there, but it really wasn't that bad. And yeah, got got your course again, you know, same thing. Um, I still like going through the lectures just to, you know, get an idea of the key terms and all that kind of stuff but really, really using the multiple choice as a learning opportunity and making flashcards for uh, all the ones that got wrong or 
you know, thought that I wouldn't remember come test day. So yeah, super helpful. Yeah. Okay. So the, uh, with the multiple choice question process, what I've been asking people lately on these interviews is when you're doing that as a learning tool, when you're using the multiple choice questions as a learning tool, what is your process or like, what are you, uh, how do you dissect those? If you come to calculation, heavy questions, how are you like treating those to learn them in your own words? How do you approach that? You mean like going through the multiple choice the, for the first time? Right. Not right. like you. Yeah. Yes. Just because so, I, I always, you know, I have our videos on it, but I still get a lot of questions on that because, you know, people will, they just have this, uh, this mental block with that. They're like, what do you mean? Go through yeah, the questions before I've, you know, done the whole lesson. Right. And I'm like, right. well, no, you're, you're using them as a learning tool. The same thing as the video lecture, you're not evaluating yourself yet, obviously. But so, so I've been asking, you know, you guys on these interviews, how do you approach that part of using the multiple choice questions as, you know, a learning process? Yeah. So basically going through it for the, for the first time I would watch the lecture and then uh, go to the multiple choice. And then for the most part, I would just go work them, work through them pretty quickly. I would say for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if, if something was really tough and I just didn't understand it, I would write it down and just kind of come back to it later. I didn't, I, I feel like I, for the most part, I don't know if other people do this, but I've, I worked pretty fast through getting through the material and then really studied hard during my final review. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's just how I went about it. But yeah. And then uh, what was your process of making flashcards? Like I'm assuming you weren't making a flashcard your first time through for every little thing. Yeah. How did you decide what to make a flashcard for? So I didn't really, I, I like, I like to leave myself, uh, like two and a half, three weeks of review, which is probably more than the normal person, but, um, I would get through the material pretty fast. And especially since I just did the masters of accounting program, which was, which was pretty helpful in just recognizing key terms. Mm-hmm. But, um, I really didn't start. Oh, okay. So that's what it was. I started making flashcards. Um, when I would do my cumulative review in the mornings, that's when I would do flashcards. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I would do a set of 20 to 30 multiple choice. And then, then, then I would make the flashcard for the difficult topics or, you know, if there was a really long formula I had to memorize, that's when I would do the flashcards. And then all through my final review, which was normally two and a half weeks, I would be doing flashcards probably up until the day before the test. Um, and just come constantly reviewing those every night, um, really getting a good idea of everything. So, yeah, I feel like the key pillars are like, you know, you have to go through the new material, obviously you have to go through the lessons and that's mainly what the, I guess, traditional approach is. Like mm-hmm. you go through the lessons one by one, then do a big final review. But the big difference maker for me back when I studied And the thing I tell people is you have to, you want to be re-reviewing everything like on a daily basis. And that was just made the biggest difference for me. I spent way less study time each day 
but just doing that, you know, not only are you not forgetting what you've already studied, you're getting better and better at everything you've been through as you get closer to exam day. And then the flashcards is like the third pillar. It doesn't have to be flashcards. If you have some tried and true note-taking system from your undergrad, you know, then that's fine. But some way of taking the things that you personally struggle with or need to understand better and getting them into your own words in your head and writing it down. And so you can review it later. So yeah, that's, yeah, it was, yeah, it was huge. And uh, so I have three roommates that are all, we all did accounting. We all did the masters of uh, masters of accounting program together. We're all doing our CPA. And one of my roommates failed audit with a 65. And then uh, he was asking all in, Unfortunately, uh, the other three of us all passed. So he was like, what, what did you guys do that I didn't do? And uh, he was texting me and I, was, and I basically told him my strategy, what I did. And sure enough, two weeks of studying, he took it and passed. So um, yeah. I think that just shows that, that this method works. Uh, the constant review and uh, cumulative questions really helps. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what about like, what was your approach to Sims? How did you prepare for those? What did, yeah. What was your process for those? So for BC, I, as I would go through the material, I would say I did a few Sims on the areas that I was weaker in. Mm. But then really when I, when I took BEC, the actual test, I was like, none of the Sims I really did prepared me for the actual Sims I got. It was more just material. So then for, for audit, FAR and reg, I didn't really do a single Sim except for the mock exams. I would, I would normally do like one or two mock exams. I wouldn't, I, I normally, there's three with the review course that I do. But I really wouldn't do more than one or two. And that, those were the only times I would do the Sims, actually, because I felt if you know the material, then you'll do well in the Sims. Yeah. Um, so I think it worked for audit and FAR, but maybe not as much for reg because those Sims were definitely tough. But I've, but I've been going through more Sims now in my review for reg. So. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people have been saying that on these interviews. Uh, because that that is the correct way of thinking about it a lot of people spend tons of time just going through endless practice sims and you you need to go through some but they're going to like you said they're going to be so different on test day that your time is better spent in general getting a deeper understanding of just how the concepts work together so that you can sit there and try to figure out as much as you can on test day. Exactly. And just moving through on test day, moving through the multiple choice, like you said, like one minute, a question, I think mm-hmm. so helpful. And it leaves so much time for the Sims to where I'm yep. like, well, I don't feel rushed. I can totally take my time on this. And I've never had a problem finishing uh, an exam. So. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that's a, uh, that's a huge factor. If you leave an hour for all the Sims, and you're freaking out. I mean, yeah. each one takes five or 10 minutes just to read through and make sure you even understand like what it's asking. Yeah. So yeah, that having as much time as possible, that's like the biggest test day 
uh, tip for Sims, I think. Yeah, for sure. So, so what did the average study day look like for you? Were you uh, doing your main sessions in the morning and how long did you spend on those? What was just the average from top to bottom? Like how'd you do the mini sessions? Yeah. What was like the average study day? Yeah. So I was fortunate enough to pretty much study full time for all of these, but uh, you know, wake up at eight thirty, nine o'clock and start with a set of 20 to 30 multiple choice questions for whatever section I was up to at that point. And then I would pretty much try to get through the actual material as fast as, I mean, not rush, but you know, as quickly as I could, because I knew for myself that I learned the most in those final two and a half, three weeks of review. Mm -hmm. So I would pretty much just get through as many um, sections as I could during the day. And then um, review flashcards towards the end of my uh, session that I had made earlier with accumulative questions. Um, but pretty much, I'd say nine to four, nine to five is what I was studying for the most part. Um, but yeah. Nice. Have you started your your job in the at the accounting firm now or not yet? Yeah. So I start October 1st, which is why I wanted to yeah. get this done before I started work. That's um, awesome. But I mean, so it's yeah. likely that you'll be all done before you even start. That's, yeah, exactly. that's nice. Yeah. Which is and, my brother, my brother did that too. And he was like, you want to be done. Trust me. I was like, okay. Yeah. Are they starting you? Someone else I just did one of these interviews with, they're starting her all virtual. Are they doing that with you? Yeah, all online. Yeah, they're shipping us our laptop this week and then training's all online and starting's all online until further notice. And that is crazy because I just remember having my senior like looking over my shoulder all day, every day, basically, like asking him a million questions. Are they assigning you? I'm assuming they're assigning you a senior and you just like video chat with them or? Yeah, I, w- I was. I, I think so. So I, I interned with this company. And, oh, okay. Uh, so you have a good idea of how it works. Yeah. So, yeah. but I mean, I was constantly asking questions as an, as an intern. So I mean, it, yeah. it's definitely going to be difficult uh, starting off. But yeah, I think they are assigning us a senior for sure. Nice. Yeah. I mean, if you interned, it's you get the three months. Like you get a very. I feel like the first three months is just all the processes, you know, right. How to tick mark, you know, uh, work papers and put it back in the binder and just the way that your firm does things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good start. Mm -hmm. So your actual test date, I guess we did mention it. You were just trying to aim for, to get done with the multiple choice questions, basically by the halfway mark. Yeah. Aiming for one question per uh, minute any other test day tips or things you did or, or what did you do in like the last two days before an exam? Was it still just kind of your same process of sets of 30 and doing your own flashcards? Yeah. So, I mean, really like the last, like my whole review two two weeks, two and a half weeks. I mean, I was just going through as many multiple choices I could making flashcards, writing stuff down. Um, and yeah, same, same thing for the last two days, just, just getting through as many, uh, multiple choice questions as I could. And then, but really focusing on that last day, really getting through my flashcards, like going through them all probably twice. 
Yeah. Everything in my, in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's a big thing. If you're, if you're doing the flashcards, like you should be, those contain all your weak areas, so to speak, but written in your own words, there's just something about that. Whereas, you know, you could take the flashcards from your uh, review course, you know, they're written by an accounting professor. You're kind of focused on the words, not really sure what they mean, maybe, or you think you know what they mean. Yeah. It's just, there's something about writing your own flashcards. And then that is, that is huge. The last yeah. day or two going through your own flashcards relentlessly. Mm-hmm. I just think that makes such a big difference. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The fact that they're in my own words is, is definitely huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a step. A lot of people skip, you know, and then typically they end up emailing me and they're like, what's going wrong. And that's the first thing I ask them. I'm like, do you have some way of writing down things like either flashcards or notes for things you don't understand? And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, I think we went through everything. So yeah, basically the last question I ask it, what, what do you think would be the top, if you have one big tip that was just the key difference maker for you or top three tips, what, what would just be the big three things you would tell someone who's still studying? Yeah. So I, I mean, first of all, I would say you don't have to know every single thing, especially for FAR. I think I got at, at some points, you know, that final review final last week or two weeks, I would start to get really stressed and be like, wow, I, I don't know a lot of stuff. But then I think of all the stuff that I do know. Mm-hmm. And you really only need, I think you've said this before too, you only need to get a 75. You don't need to get a hundred. Yeah. Um, so I think don't stress out and don't think you have to know every single piece of information is what I would say. Yeah. And that's kind of an abstract idea, or that's not what you're saying exactly, but it's something I try to tell people sometimes is when you use this approach, the key idea is you are studying to pass. You're not trying to get to the point where you could get up and, you know, give a 10 out of 10 lecture on any given topic on the spot. You just need to be able to answer the questions you're going to see. And when you study like that, there is part of your brain that kind of tells you, I don't know if I really know this stuff as well as I should, but then, and I would feel like that, but then I would sit down, generate 30 random questions, you know, and, and do really well on them and just do that over and over. And it's like, okay, the questions I'm going to see, I I do know this pretty well. And that's, yeah, that's basically what you're saying. It's not about understanding everything front to backwards, like a professor, you just need to, study in a way that allows you to answer the questions on test day. Yes, exactly. Yep. That is, that's, that's a huge distinction. That just kind of makes the whole study process and how you approach it different. So, Mm -hmm. yep. All right, man. Well, uh, yeah, I don't want to keep you on here forever. That was really helpful. And I'm very confident you will (laughs) pass, pass reg. Yeah. Did you say you're taking it next week? I'm taking it on Friday, this Friday. Friday. Nice. Yeah. So I think that's perfect. So like a week and a half, two week restudy. Yep. Yep. And I'm just, you know, same thing going through, going through multiple choice questions, um, doing a couple sims here and there on the information that I'm not too sure about, but you know, sticking to the same thing, I'm still making flashcards, still reviewing the flashcards. So 
feeling good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's essentially a guarantee. I would say a 74. Yeah. You'll, you'll get it. So congrats on being done in advance, but, uh, <laughs> make, yeah. Email me when you actually pass so that I know yeah, for sure. I will definitely. Well, yeah, I appreciate you being on the call. This was really good. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. As soon as I saw you were doing these podcasts, I was like, yeah, I would, I would love to get on and, and help people because I mean, like I said, I've been helping my roommate and my, even my other two roommates uh, who are doing the same thing. I've been helping them too. So yeah, happy to help. <laughs> it's, it's been fun to do these because the first few years, you know, of doing this super fast CPA, we, your best, what I've realized is like your best customers who watch your stuff apply it and pass you never hear from them yeah you know like there's there's no reason for them to email you back or really anything and so doing these podcasts has been cool because people have just crazy stories like people that had completely given up on the cpa uh people that that struggled for a year or two and then they just change their study process a little bit then they go four for four so it's been it's been fun to do these so well, good luck and let me know about Reg. Yeah, I definitely will. Thanks for Thanks again. So that was the interview with Kyle. I hope you found that informative. You can take something or multiple things away from his approach, the things that were working for him, apply them to your own study sessions. If you found this useful, I would recommend going back, listening to the other episodes, because again, as you listen to multiple interviews, where I'm talking with successful CPA candidates, you start to paint this picture of what a successful study routine looks like. Also, if you want the in-depth overview from start to finish so that it all makes sense in a linear format of how we recommend that you study, you can watch one of those free one-hour training sessions. You can register for one of those by going to our website at superfastcpa.com. The link is right on the homepage at the top. It's the main thing you'll see. Or you can text the word PASS NOW to 44222 and we'll send you back a link to register for an upcoming session. So thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.